Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey there, Edwin. Hey there, Andrew. Look at me, I caught you sitting there with a Bible open. I, all, you know, I mean, I just walk walk around carrying an open Bible. Carrying an open Bible. Today, it's open to Matthew chapter twenty five. Because mm-hmm. as we are kicking off a new week uh, here on Text Talk, we're going to be doing our our talks and our devotions out of Matthew chapter twenty five. Yeah, and we are continuing on. I guess I want to, as we get started today, we're going to read this first parable in Matthew 25, but I want to go ahead and put the word out that we are continuing the sermon Jesus was preaching in chapter 24. Mm -hmm. Picking up where we left off on Friday. This is not new. As we often do. We're not, yeah, that's right. We're (laughs) we're not just in some new, okay, crossed a chapter break, and now everything is new. Let's forget everything we talked about before. No, no. Let's bring everything we talked about last week into this look at the parable mm-hmm. of the ten virgins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and read that. I'm going to read from Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. I am reading from the English Standard Version. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps, went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept, but at midnight there was a cry. Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Wow. This is a kind of a scary parable uh, to think about. Some are going to be ready for the return of this bridegroom or the arrival. Some will not. And uh, what a sorrowful thing to be on the outside looking in when he comes. I can't help but notice, though, as as you were setting this up, saying we're in the same sermon, we're going from the twenty fourth chapter into the twenty fifth chapter, that uh, the the teaching right before this parable of the wise and foolish virgins uh, was was also, um, I guess, a parable and a and a sad picture of uh, the Lord's sudden return and and and. Uh, judgment, I guess, being performed on those who were not ready for his return. Well, back in chapter 24 and verse 45, Jesus asks this question, who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. And I believe that what we're going to be noticing in chapter 25 is an expansion on the faithful and wise servant. Okay. Specifically, this idea, the faithful and wise servant is the one whom the master finds so doing when he comes. Yeah, so I guess part of that is um, there's going to be a delay in the coming of the master. Mm Mm-hmm. To such an extent that some of those followers, some of those servants are going to be acting 
doubtful his return or taking for granted they have another day without his return, uh, but not certainly not living and acting in light of, oh, I'm going to meet the Lord tomorrow. And, uh, he's and coming prepared, tonight. Keeping and that being preparation. Prepared, yeah. Right. So what we see, I, I just as we go through this week, because obviously we, we're not going to talk about all three of these teachings in Matthew 25 today. We just can't fit that in 15 no, minutes. No. But as we walk through these different vignettes, these two parables and then the teaching, I, I'm not sure if I call that last one a parable or not in chapter 25, but these three different vignettes and teachings. You know what? We haven't even said those for the sake of the listener yet. A parable of the wise and foolish virgins. Yeah, so we've got these three different things. That's right. The <laughs> right. first one is the one we just read, the parable right. of the ten virgins. The second one is the... We usually call it the parable of the talents. Parable of the talents. And then the final one is just a picture of judgment. Yeah, judgment scene. It's a picture of judgment. So you've uh, got so those you three different have, Yeah, three sections. Yeah, and I okay. think... Uh, so just as I want to encourage people not to be fooled by the chapter break, mm-hmm. let's not cross over into chapter 25 and think, oh, now we're just off onto something new. Let us also not be fooled by our publisher headings. Okay. Our publishers give us these headings, and they're helpful, and I'm glad they're there. They give us a little bit of insight. But let's not think that these are three separate, distinct teachings that we just take in a vacuum. Yeah. I think all three of these are pointing back to answer the question, who then is the faithful and wise servant? And to that end with the publisher headings, you know, we, we, we see, and I think we're in agreement about this, that certainly the wise and foolish virgins, the talents, these are parables, not because I see the word parable there, but because of this setup, the kingdom of heaven shall be like, it's like, which calls us back to Matthew 13, mm-hmm. right? Which was, there it was clearly parables mm-hmm. and the same setup, the kingdom of heaven is like. Kingdom of heaven will be like a laying alongside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, let me, let me tell you this story, and now let's, what I'm, but I'm not really talking about foolish and wise virgins waiting for a bridegroom. I'm really talking about, well, back up to verse 44, therefore you also must be, re- uh, I'm sorry, 44 in chapter 24. Oh. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Yeah. Boy, that certainly echoes with this parable about mm-hmm. the wise and foolish virgins. And as we walk through these three different vignettes, notice how many of them and the ways that they connect back to that parable at the end of chapter 24. Mm-hmm. For instance, here with the foolish and what kind of foolish virgins? Wise. And, yeah. Remember what the original question was? Who is the faithful and wise, wise. servant? Okay. So he's getting back to that idea of, am I going to be faithful? Am I going to be wise? So do you see in this parable, let's talk about the parable just a minute then. Um, Is this showing us what faithfulness is? I mean, if it's supposed to be wise and faithful, Mm -hmm. here we have the virgins identified this many wise, this many foolish. Yeah. What differentiates them? Okay, well, the wise have oil for their lamps, have oil for the lamps no matter how long uh, until, you know, they are well prepared for the coming of the bridegroom no matter when he might appear versus those called foolish. Well, they're not prepared. They're not pre- is, is that faithfulness then the, to be prepared and be preparing for his coming? I think so. I yeah. think absolutely. I think what we have in these three pictures and starting with this one is here are three facets of faithfulness. To be wise and faithful. Yes. Okay. Three facets of this faithfulness. And in fact, the word I, I'm, I'm wanting to use right now to describe this is loyalty. Mm. 
We mm-hmm. are being loyal to the master or being loyal to the bridegroom or being loyal to the king. And of course, mm-hmm. ultimately for us, being loyal to Jesus. Right. The faithful and wise servant is the one who is loyal, the Absolutely. one who is doing what the master has said, who is supporting the master, who is who is benefiting and blessing yeah. the master, who is... Uh, Fulfilling yeah. his role as steward. And hey, and whether he's there or not. Right. Right? Serving him and being faithful to him. Uh, serving him, be, I think of the idea of, hey, who are you when nobody's looking? Yeah. What are you doing when nobody's looking? Now, of course, the Lord is omniscient, omnipresent. I mean, there's a sense that we're never parted from him. But at the same time, we know about loneliness, and we know about isolation, and we know about at least the feeling of, hey— Nobody's watching right now. Who's really going to know? Yeah, yeah. I think this first facet in this first parable, uh, as he's explaining, as he's answering that question, who is the faithful and wise servant? I think the first facet is the one who is faithful and wise in the master's preparation, mm-hmm. the one who is preparing for the master whenever the master is going to return. So we we have this picture of a bridegroom. Okay. And I've That's done a happy some, picture. That is a happy picture. And I've done some reading about marriage traditions and they're just, you know, your head can just spin at all the things people will say. I think one of the things I want to get around to is I I don't know what all the marriage traditions were, but I do know that what's happening here with the bridegroom is Mm -hmm. unexpected. Okay. It's unexpected. We certainly get that. Because it says he was delayed. Mm-hmm. There there was an expected time for him to arrive, yeah. but he was delayed. They all had enough oil for the expected time yeah. in their lambs. They did not have enough for if he was delayed. Mm-hmm. And those who were wise prepared for delay. Mm-hmm. They, they kept their preparation up, even though the master or the bridegroom right in this here. case had right. not arrived when expected. So there's a couple of things I think we can learn from this, and maybe it's... It can be a, a somewhat frightening picture, but one of the things that I grasp... Well, you know what? I said that at the outset, but maybe it depends on who you are, right? <laughs> it is it is frightening to, to identify with the person who's caught unprepared. Yeah. And yet for the one who's been preparing, mm-hmm. for the vigilant one, I've been serving, I've been ready, it's the best moment ever. Yeah. The Yes, I agree with you 100% on that. So... <laughs> Okay, so it can either be frightening or it can be comforting, depending yeah. on which side of this you're on. So the one of the principles I think we need to recognize is that past preparation mm-hmm. doesn't pave the way into the marriage feast. Okay. All, all 10 of these virgins were prepared... Mm-hmm. For this exp- for what they expected, mm-hmm. but you have the foolish virgins who who don't seem to be as wicked as the wicked servant at the end of Matthew twenty four. You know that's a great point and maybe something to to camp on for a moment. You know that there is outright wickedness. This servant at the end of Matthew twenty four, he's beating people. Yeah, this picture of these virgins, well, they're not. They're not robbing oil <laughs> no. from, the, from the ladies that have it or doing anything awful like that. Yeah, and they haven't gone to hang out with drunkards and gluttons and going to some drunken party while they're waiting for the yeah. bridegroom. So it's not this overt immorality or violence. But they will not be inconvenienced mm. by, mm-hmm. I don't know, extra preparation, by further preparation. You know, I have an expectation in my mind. I'm willing to pay that. I'm not willing to go beyond that. 
Uh, so he's supposed to arrive when I expect him to arrive, and if he yeah. doesn't, I'm not going to be ready for that. It's it's a matter of hey inconvenience. Lord, and, don't ask me to go farther than I want to go. That's right. And and what did we see Jesus when he spoke with the rich young ruler? Hey, man, if 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 you want me to tell you about the commandments, I've kept them all since my youth. Yeah. And Jesus tells them about the one thing that lacked, right? Yeah. Sell all, give to the poor, follow me. Boy, you're asking further than I want to go. And he would not follow him. Yeah. Okay, so there, there's a, a an example in the ministry of Jesus of somebody who is willing to meet an expectation, but Lord, don't don't push me farther. Don't ask for more. Do you remember back in Matthew chapter 24, one of the warnings we talked about last week was the don't let your love grow cold? Yeah. Yeah. As I as I read this parable, I see a story of love and loyalty having grown cold. Maybe it's because I think about a lamp and a flame, but their love and their loyalty, their preparation has diminished. It has waned. It has grown mm-hmm. cold because the judgment has lingered and the master mm-hmm. has delayed. Mm-hmm. And in the end, their outcome is similar to, is the same as yeah. this really, really, really wicked servant at the end of Matthew chapter 24. In fact, let's just point out how, how important this is because they come and knock on the door and what do they say? Hmm. What, what do they say there? You seen that? You weren't expecting that question, were you? No. You remember what they say? Lord, open Lord. Open to us. Uh, uh, what's the first thing? Oh, oh, Lord, Lord, open to and us. And then how does he respond? He said, I do not know you. Does that sound familiar? I'm looking at verse 11 and verse 12. Do you remember back in the Sermon on the Mount <sighs> yes. when he says, yes. not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom? Yeah, man. And seven. some of them are going to say, but I did this, and I did that, and I did this, mm-hmm. and I did that, and I will respond to them. I never knew you. I don't know you. Mm. That's that's this picture right here. Mm. And so what we find is my past preparation is not going to pave the way in. But here's the other thing. Your preparation is not going to pave the way in for me. Okay. okay. And my preparation is not going to pave the way in for you. I need to maintain my preparation. I need to be prepared. The Lord, yeah. the return is happening. You know, I, my, I know we can talk about my this. devotion, my faithfulness, my commitment to the Lord. I know we can talk about this in the context of Matthew 24 and get into arguments about which judgment it is. But if I'm going to talk about me practically, then let's talk about my judgment. Yeah. My judgment is coming. Mm-hmm. I need to be prepared at any time. Mm-hmm. And that's. Uh, that's that's lo- because that's what's loyalty to the master. Even mm-hmm. though these virgins were not going off being wicked and beating the other virgins, they still were not being loyal to their master because they were only doing what they felt was convenient. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, I'm I'm here for the bridegroom mm-hmm. at, at whatever it takes. I'm mm-hmm. here for him, mm-hmm. and so that's I think something we need to see here. No, I think it's great. I uh, appreciate so much everyone listening to this uh, text talk today. We'd love to hear what you're learning from the Word of God. Send us an email. Love to get the emails. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray together. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you that you hear our prayer. Father, we see in our own lives a time, it, it seems that we are, are waiting and still waiting for your return, but we believe you, we believe in you, we believe that you are returning. Help us, Father, to lead this day and each day in preparation, watchful and vigilant, and delighting, Father, in your promised return. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. 
You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.